my property richer Everybody love her We that came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox They don't feel the name but they say the music dope dope Everybody love her We that came up I'm a sparking off unorthodox On the regular Everybody, welcome to the B Podcast with your co-host James with Jake. Episode one, one, nine. The divisional round preview. Wow! Happy Friday, Jake. Uh, what's going on? How's it going? You know, it's all good over here. It's twenty twenty one. It's January. It's time for us to carry. So I'm happy, and I'm looking excited for the best week of football on the playoff calendar: divisional round, Sunday and Saturday. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, the divisional round. Obviously, um, we are now past Super Wildcard Weekend. On to the divisional round. Um, Four-game slate. Two teams on a bye that we're able to see. Um, the Packers and the Chiefs. It's gonna, should, be, should be fun to watch. I think there's some pretty interesting games. Um, well, let's start with the first one uh, that we'll talk about is the Rams versus the Packers. Um, obviously, the Rams uh, beating the Seahawks last week. Um, Jared Goff still with a broken, pretty much with a broken thumb, swollen as hell, throwing the ball downfield if he can. Um, can't believe he's taking snaps with his right hand. That's insane. Um, but yeah, they're they're going to Lambeau Field over in Green Bay. Um, Aaron Rodgers and the crew, uh, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, all been able to take a break for a week, and they'll be playing over there. Jake, who are you taking this game? And that, would you have any thoughts regarding this game at all? Actually, first, Rams Packers. Um. No, LaFleur did not coach for the Rams. Never mind. I thought it was going to be like a like a, a retribution game, a revenge game for LaFleur, but he didn't, never coached for him. I think it was Zach Taylor. But for this game, though, I am excited and interested in seeing how the Green Bay Packers will play after a week off. Um, I'm not sure if Aaron Rodgers played in the final game of the season. I'm guessing he did. Um, yeah, he did they played the Bears, and they won that game for the one seed. So... I'm excited to see how the number one defense in the NFL takes on the MVP in Aaron Rodgers and see if the Rams can somehow find a way to win this game um, against a team that's in its second season under LaFleur. Aaron Rodgers looking like he's like 25 again. 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, which goes to show that if you have a quarterback that's you know elite, in the Shanahan-type offense, which is what LaFleur basically kind of runs, your quarterback's going to be setting records. And that's what happened with Matt Ryan in his second year of Shanahan and Rodgers in his second year with LaFleur. Um, so they're playing great football there up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, the frozen tundra. But the Rams are going to Rams are gonna sh- uh, show a challenge to them this week, though, because the Packers are missing their left tackle, David Bakhtiari. Um, and their offensive line isn't the greatest, but it's not terrible. Um, but Aaron Donald's a different different type of beast, so we'll see what happens there. And also, there was a, there was a signing that they did, which made this the first to ever happen in NFL history. You know, you want to know what it is? What is it, Jake? 
Well, they signed Stephen Wisniewski, right? What's his name? I don't know. You tell me. I, this is news to me. I don't know what you're talking about in particular, actually. So, if you want to tell me, uh, while Jake is looking it up, um, yeah, oh, I yeah. totally agree. Like we talked about last week, is that um, I mean, a great defense can, can a great offense or a great defense can win you championships. I think in this era, I think a better offense, and we've seen that last Super Bowl, or <laughs> we've seen that happen in the last couple of years, where. Uh, a great offense is going to win you games no matter what. And I did um, find the so, um Yeah, I think the Packers, I think, obviously with the number one, I mean, the number one defense, obviously, you know, it's a huge deal. Um, Jalen Ramsey covering uh, Devontae Adams most of the time, or probably the entire time. And then, I mean, Aaron Donald, like you said, another different animal, Leonard Floyd at the edge. So uh, it's going to be pretty exciting to see how um, this Rams team goes up against, uh, like you said, MVP Rodgers. Yep, so the Green Bay Packers signed Jared Veldehir, former Raider, to a contract. You know why that's significant? Why is that significant? Because he becomes the first NFL player in NFL history to become the first guy to play for two different teams in one playoff. He started for the Colts last week. They lost. Since he's on the practice squad, and this is the only year he can sign players from practice squads because of COVID reasons, the Green Bay Packers, after the injury to Bakhtiari, Signed him off their practice squad to their active roster. So he's going to be the first player in NFL history to play two games in the same postseason with two different teams. How about that for a stat? Oh, but you said he was in the practice squad, so he didn't technically play last year. No, he was week, on the practice squad. Then he, pl- then he got activated for the game against the Colts. Played, okay. was put back on the practice squad after the season ended. Then the Packers were able to claim him off their practice squad and put him onto their active roster. Oh, there you go. Okay, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's that is pretty interesting. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and also I just looked up his name and how to spell it, and I just, just look at the first the first report I see is this. I thought I just said all that. Jared Valdehir, or Valdehir, how you pronounce it, will not make NFL history this weekend, because you know why? He tested positive for COVID. So that stat's <laughs> useless now. <laughs> nice, nice stat. Um, well, yeah, that's our game. Uh, Jake, who are you taking in this game? I'm taking the pack because although the Rams have the best defense in the NFL and Brandon Staley, who's the coordinator for that best defense on the Rams, is going to put up a challenge for Aaron Rodgers, I just think the Packers are just better. They have the better quarterback. Their quarterback's not injured. Uh, Goff, yeah, as we said, is off the broken thumb. Not anywhere near 100%. Um, so he's not... You know, at 100, percent so you take a 100, you take a healthy Aaron Rodgers over basically any quarterback in the NFL, um, except for maybe Mahomes. But you definitely take a Rodgers over a not 100 percent quarterback in the NFL, and that's what Goff is. And we're also going to see, as we've been saying throughout the whole entire year, we'll, we'll know if Goff's going to be good by the first drive, basically the first throw. But I just think that the Packers have too much offense and too much defense, and they're going to win this game. Yeah, I definitely grambles to go with the Packers. Um... High, high-powered offense with Aaron Rodgers. 48 TDs, only five interceptions on the year. Um, obviously, like you said, I totally agree. He's going up against a huge challenge in the Rams defense. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, um, all those guys on the defensive line. And, I mean, Jalen Ramsey, again, being named an all-pro, one of the best corners in the league. So uh, we'll see uh, how that matchup goes. And 
obviously, if Aaron Rodgers, if, if other receivers can step up besides Devontae Adams, which I think will happen, um, I think I think it will be good for the the Packers. So yeah. uh, with that, let's uh, let's move on to the second game, uh, in which we'll talk about another divisional game, well, I'm not sure uh, divisional that's... divisional, but in the same division game, right? Yep. <laughs> it's the same Saints problem. versus. Uh, <laughs> It's the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Um, the whole uh, the whole entire week, people have been joking around. It's the Old Man Bowl. Uh, this game is going to be broadcast on the History Channel. Yeah, it's going to be on. It's going to be on. It's going to be streamed on the History Channel. Uh, pretty funny, obviously. Um, both Drew Brees and Tom Brady back where they belong over up over in the playoffs again. Um, going to be playing the Super Bowl in the Superdome. So. <laughs> Jake, what are your what are your thoughts on this game? What 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 is the biggest highlight for you so far? To me, it's obviously Brady versus Breeze. This is the first time we've seen a playoff matchup between the two. Um, <laughs> that might not be true because Breeze did play in the AFC when Brady was in the AFC as well. But I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm gonna go with it and say that the battle of the quarterbacks. Um, Breeze looks his age, quarterbacking wise, the talents he have right now. Brady does not look like his age. Which means that you know he he's looking like he's twenty five again. Forty three touchdowns, I think like ten interceptions for forty five hundred yards at age forty three. Um, he's at a elite level right now. Breeze, however, isn't really. Uh, Breeze is just looking like he's just old. Doesn't have the arm strength really much anymore. But he's still very accurate of the ball. Uh, he throws. He gets tipped passes a lot, which normally isn't the fault of the quarterback. Uh, but since he's like five eleven. Um, it's more. It's more. It's gonna happen more because he's you know he's a little bit shorter, a little bit smaller there. Well, Brady's six five. So the main thing in this game that I'm looking for is other than the quarterback battle, is who's gonna what defense is gonna force the most turnovers? Because if you if you win the turnover battle in the playoffs, more so than you know the regular season, even though it's more you win the if, if you win the turnover battle in regular season, you usually win the games anyway. But in the playoffs, it's even more. To the side of the team that wins the turnover turnover battle, uh, the Bucks had the best defense, or one of the best defenses this year. Um, they, I think they may have had the best rush defense, um, and the Saints like to run the ball with a Kamara with um, Latavius Murray as well. Murray, yep, and the Mormon quarterback, forget his name, um, Taysom Hill. Taysom yes, Hill. They're paying sixteen million dollars a year for good use of money there. Also. The Saints are $90 million over the cap. That's insane. Oh, they're what? They're $90 million over the cap. <clears throat> yeah. So this might be a this might be the last ride for the Saints, if I'm being honest. Because Breeze is going to retire. Will they go with Taysom Hill? Will they go with Jameis Winston? But we'll talk about that another day if they lose this game. But... Again, quarterbacks, number one battle. Number two is a turnover battle. And I think it's going to be a very good game. Yeah, I, I mean, I 100% agree with you. Um, team that's going to have the most uh, takeaways, the turnovers, uh, the takeaways is, is going to win the game. Obviously, limiting your turnovers in the playoffs is is very, very key in, in, in winning a game. Um, I definitely agree. What defense is going to step up? Obviously, we've seen um, the Saints defense play pretty well. We've seen, like you said, uh, Shaquille Barrett. Play really well My favorite. at defensive end. 
Um, also have uh, a great uh, uh, rookie safety in Antoine Winfield Jr. in the back end and Sean Perping Bunting as a corner. So, I mean, it really all depends. Obviously, uh, the Saints did get back Michael Thomas, uh, healthy Michael Thomas. Uh, but, yeah, it's it just really going to rely on what Drew Brees is going to do, right? Like you said, it's, the option isn't really there anymore. Obviously, still an accurate passer, but everything's going to be dumped off short. Uh, going to re- rely heavily on the run game and passing it to Alvin Kamara. So, it's a matter of Who's, well, who's defense going to step up? Obviously, because both offenses are obviously very, very high-powered. And um, the Bucks have big Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown. Yeah, Leonard and, Fournette so, and Ronald Jones are, I think, game-time decisions that are going to play or not. Um, so that's the thing. So they have, uh, they have Vaughn as their backup. Yeah, who fumbled the ball. Um, and they have McCoy, too, I think. I totally forgot he was on the books. Wow, yeah, LeSean McCoy. They have a lot of depth, uh, depth, well, offensive wise. Yeah, and but, um, a lot of yeah. depth too because he's on his last legs. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like going back to the hybrid offense. Obviously, the Saints having Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook. So, mm, Jared um, Cook. do I think it's gonna be a high scoring game? I think it might be. <sighs> Damn. See, because I think even though there's two great defenses, this is going to be a game where both teams score 30 points. You, you think we see a vintage Tom Brady uh, comeback drive? I think, the, to be honest, I think the Bucks won this game pretty easily. Interesting. Well, I mean... I just don't trust you're, Bruce. You, you're taking the Bucks, and I'll say here, I'm taking the Saints. Um, but I, I think, it, like, I agree. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um... But and when I, I say not, I, I do agree there's going to be a lot of I think there there could be a lot of points scored, yeah. but I think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be as as uh, big of a lead as you would think. I think it's going to yeah. be a pretty close game. And when I when, when I'm saying like not even close, I'm not saying it's going to be like a 28 point victory. I think it's going to be like a 10 point win, 10 to 13 point win. Uh, I just think the Saints the Saints, you know, they haven't really shown up in the playoffs the last few years. Um, they did get robbed against the Rams, um, but then they, I was that was the Rams. Yeah, the Rams made the Super Bowl the year the Niners, the year before the Niners did. Um, so the Saints lost in the championship game there. Then last year they lost to you know Kirk Cousins somehow on uh, an overtime winning drive. I just don't trust the Saints. I don't trust Drew Brees. Although their defense is really good, I just think Tom Brady is at a different level right now quarterbacking wise and in the playoffs how can you go against Brady he wins championships and so go. And, when, and when I say that I don't think it's gonna be close I'm not saying they're gonna win like 35 to 3 like the one game earlier in the season was for the Saints but another thing is that this is the third time they're playing in the year the third time they play this season Saints have won two straight I've won the first two actually and it's very hard to win three games against one team in a whole entire season just difficult. I don't remember the last time a team that has done that, that has won three straight games against a team. But you never know; it could happen here. But I just think the Bucks. I mean, the Patriots have done it to their uh, to all the teams in the in the AFC East. So. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it, 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 I, I mean, you bring up a good point. I mean, obviously the competition in the with the Patriots, those teams were dog shit. But I mean, these, I do agree that these are. Two very good teams, one game being a blowout, and then the Saints taking 
what they took both games is that correct yeah both games so um well the bucks finally step up this game we'll have to see um but yeah uh should be a fun game to watch well um let's move on to the third game of the week uh, the Chiefs versus the Browns. The Chiefs obviously coming off a of bye being the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, the Browns coming off a big, big win over the Corvette, Corvette Steelers and Juju Smith-Schuster. Jake, what are your thoughts on this game? I'm very excited to watch this game. I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL, um, you know, top to bottom. I did say I did think that the Bucks were the best team in the NFL at one point during this season. <laughs> Um, maybe that's a little bit too aggressive in my thought, my thought beliefs or my beliefs right there. But I think the chiefs have been the best team from the beginning of the season until now they're 14 and two, um, best record in the NFL, uh, number one overall seed in the playoffs. You know, it doesn't really matter because the Super Bowl is a neutral site, but I am excited to see how the Browns play this game. They're getting back Stefanski, their coach, but also getting back a couple offensive linemen that they didn't have last week. And the Their Browns, two corners are coming yeah. back as well. And, and the Browns played one of the best postseason games a road team could play last week against the Steelers. Um, I don't think the I, I think it's going to be between. I think this one could be a shootout as well. Uh, both defenses aren't great, uh, but th- they're not bad by any means. They're just you know they're average. I think average to above average. Not nothing elite. <laughs> Like the Rams defenses, or like the Niners defense was last year, uh, but they both have good, good enough defenses. I just think with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to score thirty plus. Um, I think pr- he's going to score thirty plus more often, t- more times than not. Uh, it's it's going to be between the most important battle is going to be is going to be between. Let me think a little bit before I speak. Is Baker Mayfield? How's he going to play this week? He played great in the wild card round. Um, He's actually. I've actually turned around on Baker Mayfield. I thought before the season that you can't win with him. That he's not good enough. That he's not going to be the guy who's going to lead you to in the future. This season's kind of shut me up a little bit. His passing yards isn't. He doesn't throw for a ton of passing yards because they have two great running backs. But Baker Mayfield's a good player in the NFL, and he's going to be. He's going to be counted upon this game to deliver because. The Browns scoring points defensively may not happen against the Chiefs. Mahomes is different than Big Ben. Big Ben had four turnovers last week, four interceptions. But he did that for 500 yards. Although that's because they had like 20 more possessions than the other team because they turned the ball over a lot. But so the Chiefs Mahomes might be able to throw for some yards here. Uh, but I am excited to watch this game, and hopefully it's a good one too. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's going to be a good one. I mean, uh, I think there's a huge – like a big stat, and that with the Chiefs coming off a bye, they're scoring big, big amount of points. I think 51 being the most um, out of those buys in the recent years. So um, I definitely agree. I think it should be a really good game. Obviously, we talked about how what's more powerful, the Steelers pass offense to the Browns run game. We saw that last week that Kareem Hunt got two TDs. Um, but I agree. I think it should be a really good game. It's just going to handle on. We already know what Pat Mahomes can do. We already know what the offense can do. Uh, the defense with Chris Jones, Frank Clark, and all that good stuff. Uh, Tyron Matthew. Can they figure out Baker? Uh, can they figure out uh, Baker Mayfield? Um, but Baker Mayfield needs, needs to be able to provide for this offense, really. Um, with Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb. So, 
uh, with that, I've taken the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, like I said before, them coming off a bye, being healthy, I think you just cannot take any chances. You, you just got to go with the Chiefs this game. Jake? Yep, I agree. I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Browns had a great season. They're on the right track. They have a great head coach. Um, the Chiefs are just better. Um, so I'm taking Kansas City in this game. I do think it's going to be closer than what the experts think. Hashtag cliche. But I think it's going to be a good game. I have the Chiefs winning. Sweet. Well, let's talk about the last game of the weekend. And it was the Bills versus the Ravens. Or just the last game that we're going to be talking about. Best uh, game the Bills of the versus the Ravens. Huh? This is the best game of the weekend. Yeah, it's the best game of the weekend, in Jake's opinion. I think it should be a really good game as well. It's the Bills versus the Ravens. Um, yeah, obviously Lamar Jackson coming off a huge win against the Tennessee Titans, uh, running with his legs, not throwing with his arm, obviously because Jake thinks he's a running back. I mean, he did have 13 carries for 100-plus yards. Those are running back for numbers. And then uh, the Bills coming off uh, a, a, a pretty sneaky win against the Colts, uh, coming up uh, last-second field goal. Uh, for them to get that big W against the Colts. Um, but yeah, Jake, what are your thoughts on this game? Very excited for this game. Best game of the weekend to me. Josh Allen at quarterback has been probably the most improved player this season. Um, I think he's gone from a guy who's you're not sure about to a guy who's a superstar, elite guy, future MVP, I believe, um, against Lamar Jackson, who didn't throw the ball well last week, but didn't throw it particularly bad, except for that one throw that he under by 800 yards. Other than that, though, he's dynamite with his legs. He's basically a running back uh, who plays quarterback. And I'm not saying that as that he can't throw the ball and he's a running back, but he runs like a running back. He has ball carrier vision or ball carrier moves like a running back, vision like a running back, can hit the hole, pause like a running back can, and is very good um, against the rush because he can move and run around. The big key in this game is to see how the Bills play defense against him. Because if you make him, if you force Lamar to throw, he's a different player. He's not as great passing wise as he is as a running threat. But if you don't have any pressure and you give him time to throw the ball, he can throw the ball downfield too. Um, it's just going to be against. It's just going to be. It's going to be easy, fun to see how the Bills defense goes against him with Sean McDermott and see what happens in that game. Muted? Yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, Josh Allen um, being great in year three. Uh, definitely MVP caliber quarterback, that's for sure. Um, coming from barely completing over 50% of his throws to being a guy who can really just throw it with his arm. The, the, the addition of... Stephon Diggs has been great for his development. I feel like Stephon Diggs being a really good wide receiver out there, John Brown, um, guys who can get underneath the ball with his huge arm, right? So taking the Bills in this game, um, obviously Lamar Jackson has changed the narrative. He can win in the playoffs, but I don't think he can win against the Bills. Jake? Yeah, it's going to be – I mean, the Bills defense isn't great. Uh, Lamar can run the ball against his team. But I just think the Bills are a better football team. Um, so we should see what happens there. But I have the Bills winning this game and going against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Yep, so now for some more NFL news that happened. That's the games that we picked. Me and James picked the Bills there. Uh, postseason records from last week, I'm 5-1. and one. James is 3-3. Three and three. Uh, And our predictions right there. Uh, so we have another four games to add to that. Um, but, the Niner, but for some 49ers news, what we thought happened, happened. Robert Sala has left the 49ers to take 
the New York Jets head coaching job. So he'd be the coach of the New York Jets. Uh, great hire for the Jets. They get the best candidate, I think, available this uh, hiring cycle. Um, and other news in addition to that, uh, the Jets are going to hire Mike LaFleur as their offensive coordinator, former 49ers passing game coordinator. So he'll run the OC, he'll run the, he'll, he'll run the offense for the first time in New York with Sala. And there might be some other moves that they make as well to take some more Niners coaching. Uh, but one guy, but two guys that won't be going with them uh, isn't that won't be going with them that isn't confirmed yet. But it's basically what is going to happen. I think um, is that although the Niners lose Sala and lose Lafleur, Demeco Demico Ryan's is staying in SF and will become the defensive coordinator for the 49ers. And Mike McDaniel gets promoted from run game coordinator to offensive coordinator and will be calling the plays offensively along with Shanahan for the Niners offense this season as well. And I think it's very I think it's two very good moves there. Good organizations promote within. We see it with the Patriots all the time. Um you know they had Patricia, he leaves. They promote Flores, he leaves. They promote Belichick's son who's very good at his job, who might be leaving as well in, a, in the near future to be a head coach sometime. Um, and, the good, and that's what happens. Good organizations make those moves that they promote within. Don't go outside your coaching staff that you have that's already there. Just promote within. But it is going to be interesting to see how these two – they're not like young coaching-wise. They're, they're young, but they've been coaching for a while. And Ryan's played 10 years in the NFL – I think it's I think it's two great moves there. I'm gonna be interested to see how it works out though. What about you? Yeah, I think it's great two moves. Obviously, I'll start with the Jets um, them picking. It's absolute awesome to see that uh, Robert Sala is moving on from his uh, defensive coordinator situation to becoming the head coach for the New York Jets. Uh, well deserved. Um, thanks for the third round pick. I really appreciate that. Uh, the Niners two got of ten picks in the draft, um, so it's good to see that. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Obviously, uh, with the Greg Williams stuff going there, usually with the 3-4, moving to a 4-3, which I think, in my opinion, is a lot better. Um, so we'll see Quinn Williams move into the inside. Obviously, um, I can't remember his first name, but Mosley being uh, – he opted out this past season. He can be um, the Fred Warren to that offense, to that defense, I guess. Not coverage-wise, but you're, you're looking at me like I'm crazy, Jake. What, what's wrong? I thought you were talking about the Niners. You said Mosley. I was like, what? Then no, I'm talking about, yeah. I forget CJ? what his name is. CJ, CJ Mosley. There you go. CJ Mosley. Obviously Four more time of all a, pro, apparently. Uh, obviously more of a, a run stopping kind of running back. We'll see how he does in the past game. It's going to be asking a lot from Robert Sala. Um, it's going to see, I've already seen uh, names like Jamar Taylor. Once he's healthy, Adrian Corbert. Maybe see even Richard, Richard Sherman go to the Jets. Um, obviously, he's going to be taking a lot of defensive players who are free agents that we've seen. The Niners do have a lot of free agents. Um, they do have a lot of cap. They had the number two pick uh, in the draft. So I think it's a really good situation for Robert Sala. Uh, we'll see how he does in the first year. <laughs> obviously, we've seen um, Brian Flores have shit first year, and then next thing you know, second year, their defense, special teams, good. Um, we'll see what they do with the number two pick there over in uh, New York. I'm really happy for them. But um, with the moves with the promoting within, I think it's really smart. Um, keeping the system the same. 
Demico Ryan's, I think, uh, also a former All-Pro. Like you said, played 10 years in the NFL. I think he's a really uh, good uh, pick up at D.C. Obviously, we've seen other names been thrown, but I think it's going to be Demico Ryan's. I definitely agree with that. Um, High-energy guy, just like Solo, which is the kind of guy you need on defense. And then Mike McDaniels, our friend, uh, being promoted to the offensive coordinator position is awesome to see. Um, obviously, we've seen that the run game on that Super Bowl run was really well played out. Obviously, hopefully we can get back to that uh, in the next year. Obviously, being able to throw off that play action with the run being, being so well. So, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, I think you, I think you see, I, I see a question here. Um, what free agents are on Jeffrey Page might go to New York? Is that your question, Jay? Yep. I think I, I, I think I hit that on a little bit. I didn't see yep. that until now. Um, Adrian Colbert, I think, being one. Jamar Taylor, who's obviously uh, rehabbing from an ACL tear, uh, played really well for some great football. Um, being in the slot for Quan Williams, I think, uh, another name that can put it out there. Richard Sherman, I said, as a corner. Um, I forget who's. I think they have Pierre Desir there at corner right now. Yeah. Um. They have Ashton Davis at safety on defense. I, like I said, I said um, Quinn and Williams. Um. God, who else do they have at edge there? I forget. It's that white dude. Anderson is there. Henry Anderson, I think. Henry Anderson is there. Yes. Uh, offensively, they already have uh their guy at left tackle, which is already good to see. Obviously, uh, barring any injuries in the offseason, I think he, he did play a little bit hurt uh, this season. Obviously, you still have Sam Darnold. They, um, I think there's still some questions on what to do on the offensive line. they got to keep Sam Darnold healthy if that's the direction they're going to go with at quarterback. Um, like I said, they still have the number two, option, uh, number two pick in the NFL draft, so we'll see how that goes. What about your thoughts, Jake? Any, any names that uh, could you think that you could see, um, not from specifically from the 49ers, but any other uh, free agent go to New York this year? I haven't really looked at the whole entire free agent class, so I don't really know. But I think Juju Smith-Schuster could be an option for them to get more weapons around Sam Darnold. I do think they're going to keep Sam Darnold and draft Panay Sewell, number two overall, or trade back. Uh, but you have Sewell and Becton, you have two great Left, you have two great tackles for the foreseeable future, um, but I do think one 49er that is probably going to the Jets is Akella Witherspoon. I think he's going to go there to go with Sala, um, Cor, Corbet, Corbett, Colbert, 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 Adrian Colbert, Adrian Colbert, whatever the fuck his name is, whatever. I don't give a shit. I think he's going there as well because he's a free agent too. I believe he was on the Giants last year, so not big of a move for him. And the Jets finished the season well, and they have good pieces on the defensive line. Uh, they need some secondary help. Uh, they need a lot of help on the offensive side of the football. But I do think that, and they have a good, they have a great GM. And I do think that the Jets are a candidate to go from worst to first. Actually, no, have a candidate from go from bad to somewhat respectable next year. I think six wins. If Saul gets six to eight wins next year of this team, I think that's a great step in the right direction. Um, hopefully Saul is on the Mike Vrabel kind of career path as a head coach, like Vrabel is right now. Yeah, I'm like I said, like I've been saying already, I'm really happy that he's going. Um, obviously, it would be great if he stayed, but I mean, he really deserves a head coaching job with the job that he's done making our defense <coughs> top 
10, especially this year with all the injuries happening. But yeah, um, I guess there's some other NFL news, Jake, you want to talk about? Why don't you talk about the first one here? Yep, so some other NFL news, we have some coaching hirings. The Atlanta Falcons have hired a GM and a coach. Uh, the GM, I think, is Terry Fontenot from the Saints. I don't know much about him. No one really does, but we'll see what happens there. But they did hire Titans off as a coordinator, Arthur Smith, to be their new head coach. Just like Michael Floor was hired, or Matt Floor was hired from the Titans to the Packers. You see how that worked out? Worked out pretty well. Arthur Smith's going to go to a kind of a tough situation. Uh, they don't really, actually, they might be better next year um, if they're healthier. But Matt Ryan's getting older. Do they stay there at four and draft a quarterback for the future? Because I think that even though they need help defensively, there's not you're not going to be up this high and draft be able to draft the quarterback often. So if you're there right now, why not take a take a like a Zach Wilson, have him learned learn for a year under uh, Matt Ryan. Then when Matt Ryan's going to be going away uh, off the team, you have him there for the future. Because I think next year, it, you're, you're, the Falcons aren't going to build the win next year. They're building the win in the future, kind of like the Niners did in 2017, where it took them a while to get like right where they wanted to be. It's gonna happen to the Falcons. There's like a more of a longer rebuild there, and I think the Falcons under Arthur Smith they did a great job in Tennessee. Um, they probably want to get a running back who they can do a lot of play action with, and we'll see what happens for the Falcons there. What do you think about the hire? Yeah, I think I agree too. Um, I, I think it really just depends on who leaves. Uh, obviously, there's already been trade talks with Matt Ryan being on the trade trade block julio jones been a trade block obviously they have calvin ridley there they have guys who can catch the ball um well they move on from both of them at four i think i do see them taking a quarterback it just depends on who um because who picks that three i forget it's the um jaguars jets then i think it's the is it the Bengals? no dolphins Oh, yeah, it's Dolphins. The Bengals have the fifth pick. So, obviously, you see already Trevor Lawrence will be off the board. It really just depends on what another coach is going to do with the number one pick who got hired. Um, does Urban Meyer go with the guy who's a, he's already coached in Justin Fields? Did he coach Fields? I mean, mm, no, he, he did recruited not. him, though. So. Uh, no, because, I mean, what, Fields was – I think he Fields recruited was a transfer, him. right? He was a yeah. transfer. So – I think him. I think Urban left. Ryan Day came. Pause. Justin Fields was a starter for two years, and then there you go. So I might be wrong, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure though. Urban Meyer helped recruit him though at some point, so he probably so, knows each other. I mean, there's. Some, I mean, there could be some familiarity there. Obviously, he can talk to Ryan Day and be like, "Hey, blah blah blah." <laughs> I mean, take your guy that you've you know known, but are you gonna take Trevor Lawrence? I mean, so, it would be crazy I mean, to not draft Trevor Lawrence. But hopefully yeah, it, the Jets I mean, trade yeah, back. But it all just depends, right? Yeah. But, I mean, at the poor spot, obviously there's a lot of capable quarterbacks you can take there um, with a draft class that's already you know littered with some pretty good quarterbacks that we've already talked about. But we'll talk about more uh, come the draft and stuff like that. But, yeah, obviously they need a lot of defensive help. It's needed. They have um, – forget the really good defensive tackle there. Grady Jarrett? Yeah, Grady Jarrett good other than that i mean that defense um no. deon jones the linebacker's name or uh did you say deon jones yeah yeah i think he was hurt last year oh, was he hurt this year again too he I might have remember. been he's usually hurt yeah so he's been hurt a couple of years at corner i don't really see uh aj like, terrell is pretty good um, yeah so he's a rookie this year or was he a rookie last year uh he was a rookie this year 
Okay, so and Keanu Neal, who's you know who's been injured a lot too. Yeah, he's been injured a lot too. So I mean, it's like a lot of injuries there. So I think it's just time to, like you said, rebuild now and then in the foreseeable future to see how they do. Yeah. But yeah. Why don't you talk about the Lions' job, Jake? Yep. So the Lions have not hired a coach yet. Everyone thought it would be Sala, but he went over the Jets, obviously. But the Lions have a favorite for the job, and this guy, this name might surprise a lot of people, but it's Dan Campbell, the tight ends coach for the New Orleans Saints. He did have he did had he was the interim coach with the Dolphins a few years ago, and they played pretty well under him. Uh, but this would this would be kind of a major underwhelming hire. The Lions go with him, just because it's like Dan Campbell. Really, that's the best you can do. But the Lions have a terrible job. No one wants to go there. They don't really have any players that you you want to build upon because Galladay's a free agent. Stafford's probably getting traded. Do they draft Trey Lance there? Do they draft a quarterback? What are, what are they going to do? Um, the Lions' job isn't. I, I, the Lions' job might be the worst job in the NFL, uh, just because that you know the Lions organization is terrible. They've not been good. Really, they have not won a playoff game since Barry Sanders like 25 years ago. Um, so yeah, I mean, this this will be, this will probably be if you if you can rank the hires, Dan Campbell might be the worst. Not saying he can't be a good head coach. It's just that it's like the Jags got Urban Meyer. It's just that the Lions' job is just so like you said it's it's not desirable i feel like yeah. like to go to the lions like you said it's not desirable obviously there's questions in the air with matthew stafford Kenny galladay a guy that's a really good receiver is a free it's a free agent also i think marvin marvin jones jr is another free agent there too 49ers obviously, come back to the bay thoughts thoughts um obviously you've seen you, you already said uh dungeon swift uh being a really good running back this year i think is is good for them and then defensively their best defensive player might be Akuda, who was really bad to start the season, but by the end of the season he was yeah. really good, which you, you kind of expect from a rookie. He's going to struggle, yeah, especially when you have no one yeah, else absolutely. in the defense. So I mean, the, Akuda yeah, is great, um, but other than that, I mean, they need help pretty much everywhere, and with the coaching staff. So I mean, whoever goes there, I mean, good luck to them. But I mean, with Dan Campbell, huh, I mean, I think there's better choices, like you said. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah so that's there uh, again. Jaguars hire their coach Urban Meyer. And also, they're G. They're top. They're the people think the people. The, fuck the name that people think they're gonna hire as their GM. Uh, we're kind of used to his name, or we know his name at all. Um, not gonna lie. If they hire this guy, they're back to square one. All the all the Urban Meyer hype goes down and out the drain if they hire this clown show. And his name is former 49er GM. Who got us in this shithole for four years because he didn't want to sign free agents or make a good draft pick? Trent, I love ACLs. I can't talk. I just Trent Balky. Trent, I suck Balky. Mike <laughs> the L M M W. Wait, L M M F W A O. Gua. And for those who don't know, for those who don't know what that acronym means, I said, it's laughing my mother. Whole ass off. Why don't you just say it, Jake? Uh, laughing, it's laughing my motherfucking whole ass off. <laughs> er, Trent Balky? That's the best you can do? Hey, we yeah, hired. I, hey, they, they, co- <laughs> hey, team, we hired Urban Meyer. Who's a GM? Um, GM? Um, it's a Tr- Trent Balky? Huh? 
Trent Balky. Balky, look at that healthy prospect. You want him? No. Where's the guy with the torn ACL? Um, this would be a. This would be a this would this would be a bad hire if they hired Grant Balky. It's like really, but maybe Urban Meyer's doing most of the roster yeah, decisions. Our roster decisions, yeah. That might be just like interesting. Hey, Trent Balky, you can be like the face or whatever, but dude, you cannot take. We we've already seen what you could do in the past. Fuck off. And two uh, though, for Balky's credit, he did have a good start to his Niners career, GM wise. It just ended in probably the terribly. worst fashion ever. It's fucking fucking terribly. Um, but yeah, um, will Urban Meyer have a heart attack on the sideline? There was a funny meme though, like when they announced the hiring. This guy posted a meme like when you're one in five against the Jack, like the, if you're one in five against the Titans week seven, and you're down by twenty eight, and he's like holding his chest and he's having a heart attack. <laughs> so there's a lot of risk in this move. It is a long term deal. I think I think six years or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's not funny someone having a heart attack. No, but, but it's I mean, no, it's not. The, the, the guy. We've seen him notoriously do it twice now with yeah. the Gators and with Ohio State in that he steps down due to health concerns. Obviously, that's in the college ranks, right? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stress in the NFL. So, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> I remember yeah. Meyer is a little, you know. Credit to him, though. He can get prospects. Or he can get, like, in college, he was great at getting the best recruits there. Right. Now, right. the recruits I mean, he, he did get, State, the, rec- right? the recruits he did get, Weren't the greatest character. Marquise Pouncey, the other Pouncey brother. Then, of course, you know, the serial killer who killed basically five people, Aaron Hernandez. But they also had Percy Percy Harvin who, like, beat up his own player or, like, broke the nose of a coach while he was in the Seahawks. But it doesn't matter because they had Tim Tebow, who was, like, Jesus Christ himself, apparently, in the middle of everything, so he didn't know. That they had murderers everywhere on their team, but this Urban Meyer is a good hire, I think. It's definitely, it's probably, definitely it, a good it's a flash. Coach. It's a it's I'll a splash. A really good players coach. Um, it's a great job too for the Jags too. You get yeah Lawrence, a ton of draft picks, a lot of young talent, a lot of cap space. Yeah, and I mean, also in a market where it's not like as tough as New York would be. Uh, yeah. That's why I think. He didn't go to the Chargers either because that's a big market and maybe a smaller market's what he wants. Because um, Jacksonville, not a lot of people focus on Jacksonville, but they were in the Super, they were in the AFC Championship game like three years ago, and one of the most random teams ever make a championship game, but they made it, uh, and they should have won that game too. They should have fucking won that game, no cap. Yeah, but Jags getting Urban Meyer is good for them. They're getting Trevor Lawrence as well, I think, and Lawrence of Meyer. Myers, a quarterback's coach, Alex Smith. You know, he's had numerous first-round picks from the quarterback position, although most of them have not worked out in the NFL. He's in the NFL right now and gets to mold um, Trevor Lawrence, I think. But the key for him is to hire coaches, defensive coordinators, coordinators who have NFL experience, I think. Yeah, yeah so- it should be good. Yeah, NFL experience for sure. I mean, obviously, you can bring guys from the college ranks, Um who have a lot of experience, but I think the experience in the NFL should be key on who he'd bring in to hire. And maybe that's well, why they're that, hiring Balky as well, because he has experience as a GM. Although, terrible experience, but he has experience. But yeah, well, let's talk about some other things that we're not sure about. Obviously, the Texans' job and the Chargers' job are still open. Uh, the head coaching uh, vacancies. Um, kind of wanted to take the Chargers' job, 
but I think they're looking for a more offensive-minded head coach there. Uh, same thing with the Texans, I feel like. Um, I don't know what the Texans Sean are Watson. looking for. <coughs> Fuck, go ahead, Jake. I, I'm not sure what the Texans are looking for. I'm pretty sure I know what the Chargers are looking for. They're looking for, like, a Brian Dable. Yeah. The Texans, though, they could go defensive coordinator. They could go a Patriots guy. They could go Dable, and maybe the Chargers are like, you know what? We'll just take Brandon Staley from the char- from the Rams because I make him our head coach and get like a great young offensive mind from the Rams that they have. But I just, I I know I think I know what the Chargers are going to do or they want to do the Texans. No clue. Yeah, the Texans are just an absolute shit show. Um, um, we'll help you guys out. Just give us just give us a Sean Watson. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Texans go with. Well, they haven't interviewed him. Maybe the Chargers go be enemy. Then the Texans go Dayball for the Patriots for the Patriots connection, which didn't go well last time. And Deshaun Watson's like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that." And they're like, "Well, sorry, buddy, you're gonna do it." <laughs> He's like, "No, fuck you, I want out of here." So now I should trade for him because why not? Quack quack quack. Yes. Well, All right, do you have anything else to talk about? That's basically it. Um, a lot of news though. Hopefully, the games this weekend are really good. I think they are going to be very good, and hopefully, everyone stays healthy. On everyone who plays. Yeah, absolutely. Well, nope. thank you for yeah. listening to the BA Podcast. Here's your co James. With Jake, episode 119 of the Divisional Round is upon us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the underscore BA Podcast 1. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on the podcast app. Follow us on Spotify. And also follow us on the SoundCloud app. Yeah, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Go 50 times to gain the system. A lot of trick I learned from being in the industry for the past 35 months. So we get a top 200 podcast worldwide. We will take top 200 podcast sports for recreation. But as you know, we shoot for the stars of the Bay of Podcasts. Against top 200 podcasts worldwide. If you do that, give you a high five. That's all I have to add for today's episode. James? Verdonsk. Bulky? Are you kidding me? Bulky? Of all the of all the people to hire, it's Trent Bulky you're gonna hire. Trent fucking Bulky. What? You were in the parking lot earlier. That's how I know you. Verdonsk. Bye. Bye. Bye.